What's up, podcast buddies? You know, I believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. I know a lot of you are on that same wavelength. You know, I don't have the whole thing figured out, but I do know that we are energetic beings. So it makes sense that if you are energy, that you would heal with energy. And I met this woman, her name is Melissa Barron, and she has a company called Sound Solutions Wellness. Melissa's so cool. She's a biofield tuner. What is that? We're going to find out. But I tell you this, it's pretty wild to think that she could connect with you on the other side of the country or on the other side of the world and heal you through energy. I know it sounds crazy, but trust me, dive into this one. It's super fascinating. This is sound healing. Let's meet Melissa Barron. This, is, this will be fun because I'm, I'm genuinely, like I'm fascinated with this stuff. You know, I never know how people are going to take it. And I think for a lot of people, it's a really hard sell because they just don't get it. But there's a good number of people that really get that everything is vibration and that frequency is everything. And those are really my people, right? Like once you get that, it's very easy to understand how what I do working in that realm, like I don't even want to say what I can help you with because it's so foundational. It can really help with just about anything. So I'm a sound therapist. Um, I do a few different modalities, but the heart of my business is really uh, my favorite. It's called biofield tuning. And I work with tuning forks and it's basically working with people's energetic bodies or electric bodies, because as you probably, I know, you know, um, but a lot of people don't know we're electric, right? We're informational beings. We have uh, electricity running through everything in our body <laughs> from our heart, our blood, our bones, and anything that has electricity has a magnetic field. Mm. And so we have, you know, a magnetic field around us that, that I can actually show you sort of what it looks like. It looks like this. Okay. Right? So you're holding up something that looks like an old school slinky. If you're yeah, not pretty much. listening to the audio, it's, my daughter. <laughs> it's just your daughter's toy. This is it's just you. my daughter. Well, she's a little old for it. She keeps trying to take it back anyway. But right. so we have, we have a toroidal field. So it looks like sort of a donut or a torus. And this would be running down our spine, basically, right from our. So if you were going into Eastern philosophy, they would call those energy centers chakras. But, you know, we can just call them energy centers. Some people don't like the word chakra. For some reason, it sounds too woo-woo to them. But we have, you know, in the Eastern philosophies, we have seven really well-known chakras. But really, we have more than that. So we have energy that kind of flows through us. And it's kind of a, a double, sort of a two-way highway, right? So there's energy flowing up and out your head and around. And energy flowing down out your, you know, feet or your um, your tailbone, I guess. Um, and and coming back up around and it's basically like your own you know you upload things to the cloud this is your cloud wow right it's your own personal cloud of information wow and uh, with, with with the shape that you're showing us um it sort of looks like like a ball of energy around you would that be what people call your aura or is that something different you, i think I, mean, I think it's very similar i think that yeah. um I, I think that that's a very good way of of describing it your aura your your um I, I like to keep it more in terms of electrical energy because I think you can look at it from a physics perspective mm. instead of sort of that woo-woo spiritual perspective. I personally think that biofield tuning is really the boundary of the physical and the spiritual. Ooh. And that's why I love it so much because yes. it, I could talk about it either way, right? 
That's awesome. Okay, so let's get back to describing exactly what it is. So you got the energy shooting up out of your head and around and down. And you got the, the bottom part shooting right out of your, as you put it in a, such a classy way, right out of your tailbone. I thought you just said shoot it out of your ass. That would have been fun. There's energy right blasting out of your ass. <laughs> and down and around and up. And it creates like, yeah, the sort of donut um, or torus type shape around you. And what's that called again? Yeah. That's called the biofield? That's the biofield. And, and basically it holds all your information. So biofield tuning is really based on the work of a woman named Eileen McCusick. Uh, during COVID, right? Well, very early on in COVID, I read this book. Uh, tuning the human biofield and it kind of put everything into perspective because I think I was sitting home and I was kind of angry <laughs> about being locked down and not being able to go to my job and and being very isolated and um I was like there has to be more to this right <laughs> this can't be it mm. and I kind of went on a deep spiritual dive and that you know it, it brought me to that um and the way that she talks about the biofield just really inspired me it really, really inspired me to learn more about it. Um, and I really wanted to take a class to learn more about it, but I also wanted to have a session. So I contacted a biofield tuner uh, who lives just outside of Toronto. And because it was COVID, she wasn't seeing anyone. I really wanted to go see her, but she was like, no, I'm doing everything. Well, that's the best part, actually. This can be done remotely. What? And that's like a whole other mind. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's a whole other mind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that right, is the like part that really that's the part where I get hung up on how that is possible okay. I mean I get I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you okay, okay. good <laughs> so she convinced me that for her and not every tuner feels this way some do for her she feels that it's easier to move the energy from people when she's in a different room so she said even when she tunes her husband she puts him in a different room and she goes to her office and she does the work instead of being in the same room. So I thought, okay, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, it seems kind of wow. like already it's kind of out there. I don't know how you do that from a distance, but she's not doing it any other way. So, okay, let's book it. Let's book it and see what, you know, I had no idea what to expect. And um, she didn't even do zoom. That was, that was the funniest part. She just had a, a, we just did a phone call. We were just on the phone. And she wow. was like, lie down, relax, just on the phone. And to be honest, you don't even have to be on the phone. When I first started doing this, I tried it every different way. I had people I would work on every week. And I was like, one week we're gonna do Zoom, one week we're gonna do phone call, one week we're gonna do nothing. And we're gonna see if there's a difference. There's no difference, it's all the same. And um, so I had this session with her and the first thing that she said to me was, have you had a loss in the last two or three years? And I said, yes. Now my father had passed away a little bit before COVID started, um, very, very suddenly. And I had really been grieving for a long time. And it was, I had gone to therapy about it. I talked about it. I had done EMDR therapy, which is a wonderful thing, but it just didn't shift that grief at all. You did the what first thing that she said. What, what, what was that called? You tried, you tried what kind of therapy? Oh, EMDR therapy. It's a eye movement. I always forget what it stands for. Eye movement desensitization. Something, but it's, so it's something, it's some type of way to remove trauma or 
or built up yes. energy blocks. And it really does work. I've used it for, I, I've done it for different things. It really does work. It's a great form of therapy. I'm not a big, not that I'm not a big believer. I'm not a big proponent of talk therapy. I think you sometimes end up telling the same story over and over again. Mm, and yeah. you might feel good a little bit after, but then, you know, where's it going? How is it shifting your life? How is it changing you? EMDR does really work. It didn't do anything for my grief at all. She worked on me. She said to me, I'm going to start working on your right foot. I said, okay. Um, and she she did some stuff and she goes, are you having problems with your uh, back, like your neck, your shoulder, in your back? And at the time I had had such bad pain. I couldn't sit in my car without crying. And I had to go see a chiropractor because I had such excruciating pain. And she just said to me, I can feel it. It is your grief manifesting in your body. She's like, I'm going to move around some energy and um, let's just see what happens. And she, you know, she did her thing. It, she did not even work on me for an hour. And I got up and I did not feel that heaviness of grief that I had been carrying around for wow. a very, very long time. Wow. Now, are you thinking <laughs> when you first lay down and she's just talking to you over the phone, are you thinking, am I being like scammed? Is this a way to get her, her business running? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> Eileen's book, you see, okay, so Eileen's book was so convincing. And the one thing that really convinced me was she talked about planter's warts on her feet. Okay, and I don't know if you know anything about planter's warts. They're very, very hard to get rid of. Uh, you can try to have them burnt off. They come back. You can try to do other things. They can't, They really are like deeply, I don't know if they're deeply rooted, but they feel like they're deeply rooted. They don't move. Mm -hmm. And she said, when she started teaching other people how to do biofill tuning, so they were working on her, her planter's warts disappeared. Because her theory is when you strengthen your biofield, you're strengthening your body right? Because it's just information being exchanged. And I thought that that's like, what? Yeah. What? Like, I don't know what to say about that. That's crazy, right? Like that sounds nuts. And during COVID, I started getting planters warts on my foot. I only had three, it was like two and a half. They were very annoying to me because I know that they're very hard to get rid of. The other thing that I had was I used to do a lot of yoga and I used to be able to stretch my toes out really far, right? Something that we used to work on in class and my right foot, I cannot, I could not move my toes anymore. Now in a lot of, um, in biofield tuning, the right foot is about where you're going um, and being unsure of what, you know, what your future is. And I felt like that was very telling during COVID, right? Like what the hell's going on? I could not move my toes. After this session, I got up, I felt better than I had in a long, long time. And I could move my toes. Wow. And I thought, what, what, like really? And I didn't, I could, I seriously could not explain it. And then my planter swords disappeared. Jeez. Now that took a little bit longer, but only from one session, they disappeared. And I wasn't watching it because I didn't think that they were going to disappear. I just happened to notice one day that two of them were gone. Wow. And then I, then I started watching and then the third one disappeared. And I thought, holy shit, like this is, this is what people are missing. This is, this is what people are looking for. This is the healing that people are looking for that they're not finding in things like talk therapy. Or even like the mainstream medical system. I well, mean, I, I mean, 
<laughs> obvious. That's the big obvious one is that our healing right. system, our, our hospitals and whatever medical system doesn't even talk about energy at all. It's just that, you know, we're just all well, mechanical meat. You know, it's funny because they don't talk about it, but they use sound in different things, right? Like, you know, if you're having a baby, you get an ultrasound. If you have gallstones, they will blast it with sound, right? I think it's called lithotripsy. Like they're using sound, but they're not talking about it in the same way. And so for me, I thought there's something to this. There's just something to this. And I just wanted to know more. I well, yeah, really, really wanted to know. After that, yeah, you'd be, you read the book and then you, and the fact that she did it remotely the first time. Remotely, right? Like so I'd be laying there and rolling my eyes going, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so what is she but doing really, on the end? so when Pardon she me? so what is she doing on the other end of the phone she's using like the tuning fork which I, I guess most of us so I was going to say so we got a slight delay okay so you're holding it up now I think most of us can probably visualize a tuning fork it's like a long two-pronged uh, like a foot-long steel looking thing it looks pretty cool um, and then you tap it and then then what happens it just starts to vibrate so it starts to, it's really just coherent sound. So you tap it okay. and there's just sound. And depending on what you're aiming it at, basically what you're feeling into, it's going to make different sounds. So Eileen, when she st started, I mean, she really found it by accident, right? She was uh, working as a massage therapist and she started adding tuning forks because tuning forks on and around the body have been proven to help with pain with different things. So she was just experimenting. She was just very curious, right? She's a very curious person. And she was like, okay, let's see what happens. One day she went further away from the body and she struck the fork further away than she had been using it. And it kind of made a, a sound that she had really never heard before. And it kind of got stuck. And she was like, what is this? And that's when she figured out that there is this informational cloud around us. And um, what she did, is, I mean, it took her years to do this, but she developed um, a, an anatomy of the biofield. I don't know if you can see it, but mm. it's really uh, working in the areas of what chakra. So I come in and I can read the biofield. So um, the outer edge is a double layer membrane, plasma membrane, uh, which the earth also has, right? If you look at the ionosphere, the earth has a double layer plasma membrane, right? As above, so below. Our mm. cells have a double layer plasma membrane. So it's all, it's so interesting. And um, I come in with a tuning fork and I, uh, the, sorry, the, um, the biofield starts about five or six feet away from your body. And I just look for it. I just feel for it. And it doesn't take long to find. And it just sounds different. And my fork sort of gets a little bit stuck. It's just a little bit denser energy. Right? Well, so you, you hit and the tuning fork, it starts to vibrate. And then you hold yeah. it towards the person. And then as it comes in contact with, I just want to make sure I'm, I'm visualizing this right. As it comes in contact with the person's biofield, you feel like a resistance or in your yes. hand holding, whoa, that's crazy. So wait, let me back up a little bit. So first, yeah. before I even do that, before I even go into the biofield, uh, what I start with is, um, I start with a weighted tuning fork. So I have a little foot on the bottom. And it's weighted, so it doesn't really have sound as much as vibration. And I introduce it to different points on the body. And there's two reasons that I do it. One is to introduce sound to the body so the body gets used to getting the sound. 
And I'm listening, really deep listening to, it's sort of information. It's almost like a stethoscope to me. What am I hearing from that person on different areas of the body, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I can hear stress or sadness. Um, so I start with that. And then we have two energy centers that nobody ever talks about. What We call them the Earth Star and the Sun Star. Star and... I got to ask this before I forget. How do you tell what sad sounds like? Like, are you, okay, are so you if, do you just touch a certain can, part of the body and you hear wonk, wonk? Yes. You, I was you joking. couldn't have described it better. No, no. You could not have described it better. You're kidding me. If we were listening to music, kid, if we were listening to music and a happy song came on, okay. I would not say to you, kid, this is a happy song. Why? Because you already know. Because sound frequency is innate. We have this, the body has, and this is the medical system definitely does not talk about this. I'm sorry to all of my family members who are watching who are doctors, but oh, no. <laughs> the body has an innate, <laughs> sorry. The body has an innate intelligence to heal itself. If you break your arm, you go to a hospital to have it set, but the doctor is not fixing your arm, okay? And I'm not saying that there is no place for modern medicine. There obviously is, okay? Right, right. However, however, we are missing a huge component of what we really are. And we are more powerful than we have ever been taught. And we really are. Our body has an innate ability to heal itself under the right conditions, right? So part of what I do is put people into a very deep state of relaxation. A lot of my clients fall asleep and that's a great way to have this done when you're, you know, you're in that, that uh, brainwave state of deep relaxation or sleep. It's a great way to have energy moved around to promote healing. Right. So, yeah. but in terms of sound, you are ex exactly what you just said. Wah, wah. Certain things. We know, what does fear sound like? Have you ever seen the movie Jaws? What does fear right. sound like? Use, they use very distinct sounds in movies to create uh, a feeling exactly. in our bodies. Yeah. Wow. So in a lot of ways, it's an innate wow. language that we know sort of on a cellular level already. And we have to sort of take our ego out of it because we think we know all of these things, right? But I really, when I work, I try to step back because I grew up with doctors in the house. My family is a lot of doctors, so they don't talk about this. Like to, to them, this is very like out there and woo woo and sort of weird and huh, like, oh, that's nice. But there's really something. <laughs> oh, that's <to> nice. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Good. There's really, right. But there really is something to it. And, and I can tell you from my own personal experience and from working on people People are amazed at, at what, at how accurate it is. And sometimes I go into a session and I really have to kind of step back and just forget about all the things that I've learned in my lifetime, <laughs> because mm. even I sometimes am shocked at, at how accurate it is. And, and really our biofield, it's kind of like um, uh, rings on a tree, right? So if you, if you're uh, looking at, um, a tree that's been cut down, you can count the rings to see how old it is. It's pretty much exactly how we are built in our biofield. I come in at the outer edge, that is your conception, your gestation, your birth. 
And I can hear a lot of information in that field. I've come into people and I hear, you know, sometimes I get information about the family. Sometimes I get information about, you know, how the parents were feeling about the birth, about the pregnancy. Um, sometimes I, I get like a siren at the birth stage because somebody was a breech birth. And it's, it's like, literally... This is it's like making my brain hurt. It's literally the soundtrack of your life is what I'm reading, right? It's really so hard to... Do... Sorry, I, I keep yeah. cutting you off because I, I, I will keep no, wanting no. to ask. I just keep wanting to ask you like, um, but how do you, it's like asking a psychic, I guess. How do you know? Like, did you always have this ability or was this something you you you, you learned? Like you read that book, okay. you took the course, you, so, you find yourself in it. So I feel like if you ask a bunch of uh, different biofield tuners how they sort of connect to the information, everybody's going to have a little bit of a different answer. For me, I've always been an empath and I, I feel things very, I, when I get other people's energy in my space, I feel very deeply what's going on in the collective. They don't even really have to be close to me. I can feel what's going on in the collective very strongly. Okay. Mm. What I've learned, because I really never understood it before I did this, what I learned is that I personally feel it in my body. So I can be working on someone and I'll get like an earache or a throat pain or a short, like weird aches and pains in my body. That's just the way it shows up for me. Wow. Uh, some people just get, some people get sort of pictures of what's going on. I really feel it in my body and I just sort of get a sense of the language, the, the language of the sound that I'm hearing. So sometimes I'll say, okay, around the time that you were seven, I feel like there was some fear or something's coming up. I don't really understand what it is. And that's why I try not to censor myself because if I, I don't need to understand it, right? Like, so sometimes something will come up and it seems very strange to me and I don't want to say it because my ego's like, that sounds crazy. Right. But I really try to say what comes because nine times, more than nine times, like 99 times out of a hundred, the person will be like, yes, I know exactly what that is. And usually that one person who doesn't know will message me later and say, I spoke to my mother or my grandmother or whoever, and now I know what it is. I didn't realize what it was, but now it makes sense. Wow. So it's very accurate. Yeah. Wow. So I keep Basically, getting too excited it, and cutting you off. You were saying something no, about, no, no. so if you're 40, said if you're 40 years old, Yes. So if you're 40 years old and I find something halfway through your biofield, I know it's something that happened when you were 20. Oh, okay. And that's just, so that's just how I, I sort of get an idea of when it happened. Um, sometimes I get sometimes, I mean, I, you know, I had somebody not too long ago where I came into uh, the, the gestation, right. When her mother was pregnant with her and I just, I almost passed out. I was like, Oh, and I said, oh, your mother had very bad morning sickness. And she, and like, usually people talk to me. She wasn't talking during the session. So I was talking and I wasn't sure if she had fallen asleep. And later we talked and she said, I don't know how you knew that. She goes, my mother had very bad morning sickness. I said, I felt it. I felt it. I felt it come up. That's crazy. And I thought, oh, I thought, oh my gosh, morning sickness. Wow. There was something else so you were talking about. Um, sorry, I, I I cut you off earlier. I've cut you off already like three or four times. <laughs> I'm so sorry. When I get excited, I'm oh, 
Um, you said something that what, there's a, a star or something like there were different points and okay. you said the word star. So yeah, so yes. So when I, before I even get to the biofield, I start with the tuning forks on the body. And then I, I work with your two energy centers that are, one is the earth star, which is below our, is supposed to be below our feet and the sun star that is above our head. And because we live in a very noisy, chaotic type world, most of us, um, the energy centers sort of move and tuck themselves into where they feel, I guess, safer, but not where they're supposed to be. So usually I find the earth star tucked in between people's ankles. That's really, really common. And I just find it. I find where it is. And I kind of just move that energy out to where it's supposed to be. I stay with it. Um, because the other thing that I'm doing with sound is I'm finding this static in the field and I'm using sound to correct it, right? So coherent sound, when fed into a staticky area, will calm the sound down. It's called sympathetic resonance. So if something's, you know, again, body body has this innate intelligence, right? It hears a tuning fork and it will see where I, it sort of knows where I'm pointing it. Like we do a lot of work with, um, adrenal resets for people who have adrenal gland problems we can reset the rhythm of your adrenal glands for somebody who's been burnt out for a long time it's really magnificent work so wow. if i'm holding a fork near the adrenals the body knows that and it tries to mirror back the, that coherent sound and it and it's mm. it, the body's really made to auto-tune right so okay i'm just tuning you yeah you're tuning us like an instrument because I, I have seen yeah, I, yeah, I have seen things where like someone has something like a, a tuning fork or something when they bang it and then they hold it up against something else. And then the other thing that's close to m mimics the sound, I guess it, it sort of matches. Exactly. It mirrors. That's, yeah. That's it makes sense that the body would do that too. Okay. Yeah. Melissa, Melissa, yeah. how does that work remotely? Okay. I, I can so wrap my mind around you holding the fork close to the person, feeling the resistance, uh, you know, but the remote thing, I'm lost. It, it's sort of like pulling a file on somebody. And I know that's not gonna, it's it. So basically I'm working uh, what I consider to be the quantum fields, mm. right? And, and I'm not gonna explain it to you in a way that's gonna satisfy you. I know that, but I couldn't explain your Wi-Fi to you either. But you right. know, when you want to watch Netflix, you trust that your Wi-Fi is there for you, right? Yes. So we live in this world where a lot of the stuff around us, a lot of the information around us is not visible. But I use sort of an image of a person, like if I were working on you, I would imagine that you were lying on my table and I would work on that image of you just the same way I would work on you, right? It's like a holograph. I just do the work. It's it's sort of like pulling the file of your information and it's very accurate. So you I know it blew my mind. It's blowing my mind right now. I'm I'm blown, officially blown. So you would have an actual photo if you were gonna if we were gonna do session, you would put a photo of me. But you would put a photo or no? No, I would get a photo. All I need to know really is um I mean, some people, like, obviously I would know your name. I sort of know where you're located, but that doesn't even really matter. It's just the intention of reaching your information. It's wow. that intention is very powerful. So my intention of 
being in your biofield sort of supersedes everything that your ego, like my ego would tell me, I can't do this. I don't know, I don't know how to do this. And yeah. yet time and time again, and I work on most people remotely because for a couple of reasons. One, because COVID really changed things. And I feel like I want people to know that they can have this kind of support remotely, no matter what crazy things happen in the world, right? They might not be able to go for a massage. They might not be able to go to the whatever, but they can still have biofield tuning. Um, and it, it works for so many things, right? It works amazing for anxiety. It works, uh, you know, we've seen people come off thyroid medicine or lower their dosage from working on the energy around the throat chakra. Um, like I said, we do adrenal resets, which are incredible, right? That's a set, uh, that's three sessions about one week apart because it takes a while to get uh, the adrenal glands functioning in that sort of, um, how do you say it? Like uh, that original rhythm Optimal. that they had. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got to ask you this. When you, So the word intention, that's a word that, you know, most of us are pretty, you know, common or you know, we use, you know, and, and especially people who are, you know, who become more spiritual they understand the power of intention, whether you're into prayer or meditation or, you know, any kind of personal development or self-help, the, the, the word intention is something that we really play with. How would you, you know, describe intention considering how you use it? And maybe a, a second up or follow-up question to that would be, how did you develop your intention, that ability to really hone in? the fact that you could from there oh, with your okay. intention uh, get all up in my uh biofield i mean it's pretty wild it's pretty wild wild right so i would say that um i was actually very lucky that uh, and very grateful that, that i actually was able to be tuned myself by eileen who came up with this whole modality she doesn't teach the classes anymore so when i did my training she you know she has amazing teachers who teach but I really, really, when I heard that she was still doing sessions, I was like, sign me up. I, like, I, I, it doesn't matter what it costs. Like, I feel like if I'm leaving my job to do this, I want to be tuned by the person who like came up with the, 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 the language, the modality, all of it. And she, one of the things that she said to me was that my tone, because we're working with the static of the tone, right? We're, we're finding, so if you have a trauma, I'm finding a like a, an area where energy is stuck, right? There's a static, there's a incoherence in the tone, but we all really are a beautiful tone. So she said to me, like your tone says to me, you care so deeply about people and helping people. And I was like, yeah, and she goes, it's part of you like that is part like it is innately part of you it's in your energy field I can read it and so for me the intention is very easy <laughs> I want to help people and I think that I've had a lot of trauma in my life and like let me just say I've had a great life I don't like I don't want to complain but I have had a lot of trauma and part of it is because I'm very sensitive mm. right so we think of trauma as PTSD, somebody who comes back from war, somebody who was raped. And of course, there's lots of trauma in that. 
but a lot of people are traumatized. Like look at the last three years and how many people are living and still living with the trauma. And I know because, and I'll tell you this for sure. I think that the two or three years that people were at home were easier than reintegrating back into society. Like everything's normal. Right. I think, and I feel it. I feel that people are living with such trauma from being so isolated, being at home, sort of, you know, hiding in their homes and being able to pretend that everything's okay. And now they've had to go back. Why do you think so many people don't want to go back to work? Mm. I, I think that's why. I think people are very traumatized. And mm. so when I talk about trauma, I talk about a really wide range of traumas. People can be traumatized from all kinds of things. And I think a lot of it has to do with how sensitive that person is, right? Mm. For some person who is super sensitive and very deep and thoughtful, having their parents get divorced can be very traumatic. For somebody who's not as sensitive, that's not going to affect them, mm -hmm. right? I consider so, myself a sensitive person also. So I'm yeah. picking up what you're putting down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think that so for me to for my intention, it's so easy. It's just really focusing what I'm doing and kind of keeping in the back of my mind that like let me just help this person. Like what how does this person need help today? Mm. Right. And the other interesting thing is so some people come in and to see me or they, you know, on Zoom <laughs> and they say, I have this trauma or whatever they want to call it. I have this thing that I think like needs fixing. And what I always say is that's great, but it's, I can't guarantee that that's going to come up because the body with that innate intelligence knows maybe something else needs to shift before that thing that you're thinking needs to be fixed. Right. Mm -hmm. So I never know what's going to come up. I really never know um, what I'm going to find. Yeah. Sort of like a, <laughs> in a Rubik's cube or something, or, or, you know, some kind of puzzle where you got to slide this over to make room for this shift over here. Yes. I can sort of visualize it. Wow. This is mm -hmm. just wild. Okay. So you've got this, this, this business that, which is fairly new, right? It's fairly new. It's I know the, by the way, new. we met in person. We haven't mentioned this yet. We met in person in Toronto, we, right? We did not meet in person because oh, no, I was were, sick. We were supposed to. I was, sick. That's I was right. upstairs in the hotel so sick and I'm still killing myself because oh. I wanted to come so badly I booked it as soon as the tickets were released I spent the whole I spent by the way the whole weekend in the hotel oh and I rushed oh. rushed rushed that I did not get to see you guys because I just could not and I, I was actually very really because Part of me wanted to push myself to go. And what I'm really trying to do is I'm really trying to honor my body and what my body's telling me. Yeah. And so I was like, do I push myself? I really want to go. And I, I was like, I just can't. That's why I, I messaged you so early in the morning. And I thought, maybe I'll feel better later. And I did not feel better later. I oh, was not. Brutal. Yeah, we were doing Kid Carson and Friends in Toronto in the big conference room downstairs. And you were literally in the same hotel upstairs. Rented the room. Oh, I was literally upstairs thinking, I cannot believe that this is my freaking luck. 
and and I was looking and like I was I really slept a lot of the day but because I just felt awful but I kept when I get up I'd look on Instagram to see if you post anything and you weren't posting a lot so I was like come on <laughs> give me something but now I do remember that we were communicating through email we talked about um the new business you'd started um and is, yeah. it, is it up and running now so yeah, so uh, I have this little business. It's a baby business. It's growing um, called Sound Solutions Wellness. Okay. And um, it's mostly based in sound therapy, um, a few different modalities. Biofield tuning is obviously my favorite. Um, but really, I, I feel like what I want to do is I want to be able to, if somebody calls me and says, I need help with this, something X, I can say, okay this is the best sound therapy for you. Or if sound therapy is not great, I can send you to somebody who might be able to help you. So I feel like it's really like a, a, a community. I, I don't know. I, my, my feeling is people really need to learn how to handle their health in new ways. Mm. Right. The system is not holding up so great. The medical system is sort of, um struggling I think that's fair to say mm. uh, I think the doctors who have been in the system for the last few years are struggling themselves a lot of them left a lot of them retired early because they were like I'm done. and yeah exactly and I think it left sort of the younger doctors kind of holding the bag a little bit and it's a lot to hold up um I yeah. don't really want to get too much to it, but, yeah, we, but we I think know exactly what you're saying and getting rid of all the most critical thinking, uh, you know, nurses, you know, it's not, it's not a good scene. That's me saying it. Not not a good, um, but so, not, listen, not so, a good. for example, like, you know, my wife had gone to a few of these sound bowl um, sessions um, and then, and then it was sort of brought up to, Hey, you should start the kid Carson and show or the, or the, the kid Carson and friends um, seminars with someone doing like a sound bowl thing to sort of, you know, get everyone in the zone, so to speak for before we uh, are open and open ourselves up to new information and the speakers and the whole energy and the vibe. Is that one of the healing methods sound bowl, or, or is that more of like a therapeutic, like just fun thing, or is that actually healing? So, maybe it definitely just, is healing. Maybe you can just list a couple of what, what are some of the other sound therapies? Oh, you got bowls. Obviously, I love, okay. I love, okay, you're down with I the love sound Okay. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that I am just starting to get into, I'm not offering it. I'll probably start offering it in September uh, because I split my time, right? I'm in Toronto, but I actually live outside of Toronto in a very rural area. Thank God. Um, so I, I kind of come back and forth because my kids live in the city and they're one of them still in high school. So I, I really can't be out there full time until that sort of wrapped up. So uh, one of the things that I'm doing, and I love it so much, is called uh, vibroacoustic therapy. It's so great. It's a, it's. I actually have a bed. It's like a mat with speakers built in, and you know, you lie on it, and depending on what your issue is, I pick a, a frequency, and it runs the sound through the speakers, and you're not actually hearing it, but your body, it's working every cell in your body. So it's very good for older people. It's very good for people who have circulation issues. It's very good for, um, I mean, done, it's been around for a long time. It's been around for more than 30 years. Um, a lot of, um, you know, uh, retirement homes offer it, um, some cancer, cancer centers offer it because it's very good for anxiety. 
Um, but I'm, I'm just getting into it. So I'm, I'm still playing with it myself because I really, really want to understand it. I'm actually doing a certification in it right now. Um, and it's, it's amazing, but I still love the magic of biofield tuning because I just think that it's mind blowing on every level, right? So, um, samples are amazing. Um, vibrational sound therapy are bowls on the body. They're special, um, bowls that are made to literally put on the body. Um, and when you strike them, it's also moving sound right through. It's super relaxing. I, I've when I had it done before I started um learning about it I like was half asleep I <laughs> was just so relaxed and for me I especially after the last three years my nervous system is still sort of yeah like I'm, I'm really trying to myself to get it down because the last three years have really I mean more for me more than the last three years so I think we talked about it before some of my interests um in terms of who I want to work with. And of course, I want to work with anybody who wants to help themselves heal. Um, but some of my interests are trauma, obviously, um, and and uh, teenagers with addiction in Canada. So my son uh, had a problem when he went into high school with a little bit too much drinking, a little bit too much weed, and it kind of sent everything spinning. And what we learned very quickly was Canada does not have a system to help these kids. And mm. there are a lot of them, a lot of them. So what ends up happening for the people who have the money to do it, they end up in the States and the system in the States is not great. <laughs> um, there, you know, I have a lot of feelings around this. I don't want to get too deep into it because- But send them away to like know, a rehab center or a treatment center. If you can afford it. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we said, yeah, we ended up sending him to a wilderness uh, program um, and then to uh, a school, like a sort of um, a, a rehab school, a boarding school where he um, did a lot of therapy, <laughs> went yeah. to school and and mm -hmm. um, it, it, it was such a long process and it was so, I mean, it was really heartbreaking for all of us, I think. Um, yeah, he has a lot of feelings about it, which I honor his feelings. Obviously, I my feelings are come from a different perspective, but it was heartbreaking for all of us. And yeah. when I work on people with addiction, they have um, what I found anyway is um, they have sort of spots that need more sound, and it just feels to me that it's trauma, sort of unresolved trauma. And when I hit the fork into certain areas of their biofield, it just sucks the sound out. So the sound, like the sound starts out loud and it just dies very quickly. And for that, I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> for that, I feel like I, I, you know, those people just need that added support of coherent sound in their fields. And I, I, I really believe that I don't think it's going to solve all of the person's problems, but I think it's going to give that person extra support to be able to make, you know, better decisions. Obviously, it has to be somebody who wants to, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But so, um, I, I feel really deeply about that, and I, I really want to work with those kids because if I can keep one kid out of that system, I feel like that it's worth it. It's wow. worth it. And and not to mention, the parents go through a whole lot of trauma, um, sending the kids. 
And I think that when you send your kid, you don't realize how long they're going to be gone for because the system is sort of set up to tell you this is what you have to do. <laughs> and they kind of feed it to you piecemeal and nothing against them. I think, you know, the professionals that we worked with were great, but it, it's again, sort of like the medical system, like, do they know everything that's available to help? And mm -hmm. my feeling is maybe not, maybe not. Yeah. And I mean, just when you look at stats, I mean, I, I've, I've talked to some people who've gone through, you know, ad addiction rehab stuff. And like the stats are like, you know, 90% of the time you're back on because these things are, have a very short window where they, but they don't tell better. you that, but they don't tell you that when they're trying to get you to send your kid, they don't, they don't. Right. Keep, keep I, your kid for whatever reason. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. My, I mean, my son has a lot of feelings around it and, and I, I really haven't looked into it because I have some guilt around it, but you know, there's, it's, it's a big money making enterprise for starters. It is a lot of money to do it. Um, and it's, it's really heartbreaking. So I think that you're sort of told, this is what you have to do. This is why. And you're kind of geared towards parents who have had success with their kids in that realm. But really when you start speaking to the, when you get to know a lot of families do, cause I used to go to family set, you know, family therapy every week and family group sessions. And, and when you really start seeing kids come home, they really do go back to using. And so what is, what are you asking? Are you asking for them to be sober? Because a lot of them do not come back and want sobriety. To me, I always said, if you can function and have a life and you want to, you know, smoke weed with your friends, like I'm, okay, I used to drink with my friends, <laughs> like, as long as you have control of your life, like, I'm not going to say anything. It's sort of when you lose control, but I think you're sold sort of a bag of goods in terms of what those programs are going to give you. And I mm -hmm. think you're really sold sobriety. And I think very quickly you learn, oh, <laughs> that mm -hmm. might not be what's, what's going to happen. And right. so for me, I just think like, I, I think, you know, my son is very sensitive. Um, I think that's why he had a problem with um, alcohol and weed because he had, you know, some things that were very traumatic for him that we didn't really understand how deeply they affected him. And if I could have had alternative methods to try, if I could have had a sound therapist who understood that bigger picture, I would have sent him for sound therapy. No question about it. Mm. No question. Mm. And I think that um, I, I really, I mean, it's a, a big interest of mine. So trauma, uh, um, addiction, um, and also bifold tuning is amazing for pets. So I really have an interest in working with horses because horses wow. are very, very sensitive. That and, came out of uh, nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, what? I've worked on cats, I've worked on dogs, um, but I really, wow. really want to get into the horse realm. So if any of your listeners have, you know, own horses who maybe have some, you know, maybe they're very sensitive, they have some issues, you know, being trailered or blanketed or whatever. I'm, I'm not oh, even charging no. for the horse sessions right now because... I just want to, you know, get, and you don't have to live in Ontario. Message me. You doing a remote horse? You doing a remote horse? Oh my God. Now this is the craziest thing I've ever heard in the best way possible. In the best way possible. <laughs> have you done a horse before? 
I have not. And that's why I'm not charging anybody for horses, but I would love to hear from, you know, anybody who needs some help with, uh, you know, if you have a rescue or any, I don't care. It doesn't matter if you think your horse is a little too sensitive, a little too whatever, um, you know, rescues would be great. I have rescue dogs and they're very, um, very sensitive and they came with a lot of issues. So I tune them. Um, you notice it helps the animals, dogs. It helps the animals. Like, listen, obviously every, everything's not going to work for everyone. So I can't guarantee anything, but I, I do know I've seen amazing results and I've heard, and I do know that there are tuners who work with horses that have had incredible results. And so that is an interest if anybody has a horse that needs some help. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. We're all energetic beings, electrical beings, you know, dog, horse, person, teen. We're all, um, wow, that is amazing. You are really into some cool stuff. This is wild. Thank you. I'm so, I'm curious to, uh, I'd love to try it sometime. Love to try it sometime. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You promised that I could work on you and I'm holding you to that. I did? You tell me. You did. I mean, when I, I, I am, I'm nervous. I'm still nervous. Getting my bio field tuning and, you know, I mean, I don't know. Have you ever gotten into someone's bio field and gone, Ugh, get me out of here? No, 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 <laughs> no. no has, because has that people... song ever been so like a big, big tuba? Like, I can't help this person. <laughs> no, no, it's never like that. Kid. It's no. never like that. There's, there's, okay. there's always hope. I'm not, saying I'm, a, I'm not saying I'm the tuba. I'm just saying, uh, you know. No, I've never, I really never. I, I, I think that, you know, ultimately people really are beautiful. And the things that bring up the static are just the things that we've gone through in our lives. And people have lived through a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, I think, I think the last three years, we can all say that now, right? We all have that uh, collective trauma. So some of us just recognize it for what it is better than others. Wow. Well, this is so cool. I'm so glad we had this conversation and I'm glad you can do it remotely because we'll have to, uh, we'll have to do it. We'll have to try it. We're definitely doing it. You let me know when you're all healed and, and you get the okay from your doctor, but I'm, we're doing it. Yeah. For okay. Sure. All right. You right love on. it. You love it. <laughs> I, I know. Like, I know. Right. I know you get it. So I know you're going to be like blown away. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That's so cool. Well, Melissa, this has been this has been amazing. Um, we'll have the link in the, des the description, the bio, so everyone can uh, can find you. You got a website going? I do. It's uh, soundsolutionswellness.com. Okay. Um, you can find me through my Instagram at soundsolutionswellness. Uh, there's a link to not just my website, but a bunch of articles about some of the work that I do in terms of. Um, uh, like for example, biofield tuning um, just had a research study published. Um, so there's a link to that. Uh, there's a link to some other information and um, you can find everything there. You can book sessions on my website. Um, what was the name of that book again? That you oh. read that really got you hooked? Tuning, <laughs> tuning the Human Biofields. Tuning the Human Biofield by Eileen Day. Eileen Day. McCusick. M-C-K-U-S-I-C-K. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Because that might yeah. be a starting point for people to be like, whoa, this is cool. Right on. Honestly, a lot of people who read it end up leaving their job to do something else. <laughs> really? So be careful. A lot of people read it and, and it just blows their minds so much that they're like, whew, wow. did not see that coming. 
That is so cool. And I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I think that it's, uh, you know, it's been a great ride. It's been a real uh, adventure for sure. Hard on. Well, I think it's perfect timing as more people sort of wake up to wanting to find a more holistic approach to to healing. I think this is a cool new I thing think- to discover and try out. I do, and I really feel deeply that I was divinely guided to find it at this time. And I really feel that that I was meant to do it. And part of my, <laughs> what I've always considered sort of annoying, being so sensitive and, and uh, like, why do I have to be so sensitive? And really having it be sort of a gift in this space that I can, you know, get extra information from people's biofields through my sensitivity. Um, I just love it. I, I, you know, to me, it's really sacred work. I always feel very blessed and grateful that somebody lets me into their bio field mm-hmm. and allows me the opportunity to work with them. Um, and like I said, like, I'm so sensitive. I really get trauma. I really, really understand it. And um, I feel collectively like we're still sort of coming out of the last few years and people really do need some help. So that's why I'm here. And, you know, again, anybody with horses, <laughs> message me. Okay. <laughs> we'll send some horses your way. Amazing. Thank you, Melissa. You're the greatest. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. That was great. That was that was so great. Was, I don't even need to edit it. Perfect. I'm really nervous. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> you know, it's funny because um that sometimes that nervous energy just uh comes across as excitement, enthusiasm. I mean, that's what it is. It's it's a bit of a heightened. Uh, oh yeah, it was I great. love this work so much. I love like I feel so deeply about it. And one thing that I, I don't think I said, but uh, the longest lived profession is um, musical conductors, and it's because they're bathed in coherent sound all of the time. So when you think about musicians, if you think about like the Rolling Stones, who are older than. <laughs> you know, who are like a thousand and still rocking on. It's that coherent sound that they're just bathed in all the time. It's like the healthiest thing that you can do. Wow. That's a very cool observation. Damn. Yeah. They're like a thousand years old guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the drugs and the women and all that. Like, And it's oh, and still, they're still marching on. So there's something oh, to man. it. And I just, love it. I, I'm, I feel very blessed that I found it. And um, I'm doing an advanced uh, course with Eileen in August to learn all the rest of the magic that uh, she doesn't teach in practitioners. So I'm really excited. Amazing. That's cool. Okay, I'll be in touch for my remote session at some point. I'm gonna gonna message you if you're not, but uh, let me ask you a question. What what do you need for branding? I know originally you asked for branding information. Do you need something from me about my branding? Um, yeah. I mean, I would if you give a photo of yourself. I mean, uh, not really. Like, <laughs> what I can do is I can just take like um, I can take a still shot of what I normally do is I take a still shot of. Of like our, us, like a talking, like in this, and then okay. I'll just use that and I'll click and drag it, and it'll be tiny, but it'll, it'll be like almost like a people will be like, oh, it's a it's a snapshot from their from their talk, and that'll probably be. Oh, probably just be. So you know, actually, my tagline for my business is "Find Your Freedom," because uh, obviously I love freedom. <laughs> it's very important to me, even though lots of people forgot about that over the last three years. It's very very important to me and just my human nature. Um. 
but also I feel like that's what I'm doing. I'm helping, like, that's why I don't like getting into too much about specifically what it can help because I really feel like people can come to me and be like, I just feel like I'm stuck and it really helps because there's a flow to life, right? There's a real flow to life and biofield tuning helps you get back into that flow because we don't live there. We don't live in that flow. We live in the chaos. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Okay, cool. Well, anything I need, I'll just, I'll, I'll reach out to you, but oh, I'll, yeah. get, Message I'll get this whipped up as soon as possible and uh, send it out to the world. Great. Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. I don't know what I got into. <laughs> That's good. Well, thank you very much. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. And seriously, if you ever want a session, you just let me know. I will fit you in whenever you want. I would okay. love, love, love you to have it because I like the people who understand it. I really want them to be able to speak to it and be like, oh, you're having a problem with this? Call Melissa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's in Ontario, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, I will. Blow your mind. I would blow your mind, seriously. Awesome. So okay, when you're cool. ready, let me know. Amazing. Okay. Awesome. Okay, well, have a great day today. Thank you. You Talk too. To you Cheers. Okay. Bye.